if you want to get something done, if you want to get more done faster, you should set either a timer or some sort of measurement where you realize you only have 20 minutes to do something. But if productivity is the goal, then you got to condense the time enough to where the creativity is optimal and the productivity is optimal. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1,239, Have the Courage to get, or no, sorry, to take the first step, excuse me. Today for episode number 1,240, how to get more done faster. So every single week, Wednesday, we have our team call where the team members that can make the call join us and we go through the business and we talk about how we're improving here, what are the metrics, all that happy jazz. Some people are in different time zones and it will be too late or too early, so they watch the replay. For the first I don't know, four years, three years of doing this, we had an hour slot. So we said, we're going to do an hour. It's going to be from five to, it originally was four to five on Wednesday, and then it was five to six. And recently- Which you were thrilled about. I am not happy about it. Still to this day, I'm not happy about it. I want it to be four to five, but it is what it is. Um, recently, we were like, hey, every single week we're going over. It's supposed to be 5 to 6. We get off here at 6.10, 6.15 every week. Maybe what we should do is add another half hour. That way we can take our time, but we'll still get everything done. <laughs> Last Wednesday, when we were going, we still were 7 minutes late or, or 8 minutes late. We still went over. So how do you get more done faster? In theory, there is a law, quote unquote, called Parkinson's Law that basically states the allotted amount of time that you give yourself is the amount of time it will take you to do something. Now, think of it this way. We did an episode recently on procrastination. One of the things we talked about was creating a deadline. Why? Because if Alan and I did not set a timer, so I told Alan before this, I have 15 minutes to do the episode because I have five other podcasts I'm on today. If we didn't say that, the odds of us delivering all of it within 15 minutes are very slim. If we said we have an hour, you're going to find a way to make that happen. You're going to find a way to fill the hour. So even in on the other end of that, we did our monthly meetup this week and it was an hour and we literally came in with three points and we said, yeah, well, we can fill that amount of time. It's There's an hour time slot that we have available. We will find a way to fill it. So if you want to get something done, if you want to get more done faster, you should set either a timer or some sort of measurement where you realize you only have 20 minutes to do something. And think about it. If you, what's a good analogy for this? Okay, if you wake up late 
and you only have 15 minutes to get a bunch of things done, you are moving more intentionally, you are doing things faster because you understand there is only a certain amount of time for you to do it. So that is what we're talking about today. Parkinson's law basically states that you will fill the amount of time you have with a certain task. So there is a downside to Parkinson's law and there's an optimal stopping problem with Parkinson's law. In other words, Goldilocks, I always talk about it, too much, too little, too much, too little, too much, too little. And it's all depending on the context. So the downside of Parkinson's law is that you are less creative when you condense the time. So for example, with the team huddle, we opened it from an hour to an hour and a half. We are way more creative we were in flow, there were tears flying, we were connecting at a much deeper level, we were masterminding about each department at a deeper level, there were better distinctions. So you can accomplish more in more time from a creative perspective. But if productivity is the goal, then you gotta condense the time enough to where the creativity is optimal and the productivity is optimal. And so for example, in the one hour, and, and I'll give some more context. So at the beginning of every team huddle, Kevin, myself, and the rest of the team show up and we do what we call most important win, most important improvement. It's an experience review. In other words, this week, each person, Jerry Ann, myself, Kev, every other team member, goes through what was the most important win for your from your week, personally, and and or professionally, and then what was what's the most important thing you want to improve for this next upcoming week based on that win or based on whatever you learned. And then we all get to share with each other. Okay, here's what I'm going through. Here's what my win is. Here's what I'm going to improve. Here's what I'm going through. Here's what my win is. Here's what I'm going to improve. And it's an awesome, and what we do is we try to keep that to a half an hour so that we have the whole hour to go through each department. We have 26 departments. We do most important win, most important improvement in each department. And we either, we rate ourselves from zero to 10. We either go up by point, point 0.1 or down by point 0.1. That's neither here nor there for the listeners. If we condensed it to 30 minutes and tried to do all of that, the creativity would crush. It would be completely crushed. We would never be able, yeah, it would be a valuable 30 minutes, but it wouldn't be nearly as valuable as an hour and a half. But here's the thing. If we opened it to three hours, how much time would we waste um, kind of just talking about things that aren't as important? So when you have X amount to get done, in a small amount of time, you're more likely to be more productive and effective and efficient in that time. But creativity takes a hit. So what you need to do is take the size of the task, in other words, what you want to accomplish, which in our case is the most important win, most important improvement with all the team members, which by the way varies each week because some people aren't able to attend and they watch it virtually. And then the second thing is getting through each department, doing most important win, most important improvement. Okay, and we have this thing called the impact score of how much we're growing as a business. If you have a certain amount of time to accomplish X, Y, Z, you need to make sure that you allocate the right amount of time to where creativity is optimal and productivity is optimal. If you give yourself seven hours for that huddle, we're going to waste a lot of time. If we give ourselves 15 minutes, we're not going to get anything done and creativity is going to take a hit and no one's going to have any breakthroughs. And this is where it gets challenging, Kev. You need the right amount of time for the right task in the right context for the right goal. And it all depends on circumstances that are very hard to calculate. Um, and this is something that I, I coach a lot of different businesses, including Emilia and, and Bianca at Evolve Ventures. And 
I have noticed in my coaching that when I condensed it to a half an hour, I tried that for a while, it wasn't enough. It was like we're trying to cram way too much information down someone's throat, for lack of better phrasing, in too short amount of time. It's too intense. I'm already a pretty intense guy. Now try to teach you business in a half an hour. But I've also tried longer calls and sometimes I go over and it's too much. And I can tell. You can always kind of intuitively tell like, ah, right, we're kind of overstaying our welcome here. I got to go. I got to go to my next call. And so the other piece of this that I do think is important to mention quickly, the majority of the value is at the tail end. It's during crunch time. And back in high school or college, if you didn't go to college, high school, middle school, Think about when you had a big project due. Did you do it months and months and months in advance? Most likely not. That's not how humans work. Most likely you did crunch time. The week of, you started cranking that thing out. That's the way it works. So you kind of have to set yourself up, set your life up to know that. One of the things that's most challenging for me is writing books because there's no real deadline. I want to get a publisher that gives me a deadline so that I have that accountability. Um, Kevin and I have a deadline for these podcast episodes right? This is Tuesday's episode. We have to get this done before Monday in order for it to launch on Tuesday morning. And that means we have to have it done technically on Sunday because our team is 12 hours ahead, our production team. So it's very important to have deadlines and to have the right amount of time allocated for the right size task. And that can be daunting. Just meeting the people that there are to meet at Next Level Live made it worth it all on its own. Uh, everybody there is incredibly supportive. Everybody there is um, not just strong, but also vulnerable and open and also humble about how they're doing and where they're at in life, as well as where they've come from. Uh, so no, at any point, you don't feel um, intimidated or like you're lacking or like you're not as good as anybody else because everybody has been at some point where you are and everybody just wants to see each other thrive and do the best that they can. It is the challenge. I just think of it from like a morning routine perspective of there's a big difference between saying I have to get all of this done and saying I am going to stay very focused for the next hour. Even even in my morning routine, like today for instance, I get what did I I get up at 6:30 today and I got my coffee and, and pet the cats for a little bit and came right to the office and started working. If I didn't have my first, okay, this is a good good example. Yesterday, I we had a meeting that got canceled, so there was like a ten o'clock meeting, and I got up at I got up at five o'clock. I went to the gym. I was home and in this chair at seven because I was like, all right, I'm gonna have I have three hours. I have three hours to hammer out work. When the meeting got canceled, it jeffed me because it was like now I have three more hours before I have another meeting. Like, what am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> and then I got, then I looked at the list yeah. and I said, okay, I have three hours to get with. That's a really good way to think of it. When I know I only have an hour, I'm very productive because even I, I was telling Alan this, this, this slot where we're recording this episode, I was supposed to have free time here to get stuff done. And I only had a half hour, but I already knew what I was going to do oh, in a yeah. half hour, or at least what I, I was going to try to do. Yeah. Because I know there's only so much I can do in that half hour, but I do know there's plenty of stuff to fill that. So yeah, it's very, I think maybe trying to set up your morning where it's like, I have an hour of focus time. I know you do your, uh, what is it? Deep focus music. I do. Sometimes I do deep focus. Other times I do different stuff, but like 
yes, I'm focused on what I need to get done, but I'm also focused on I have X amount of time and that's going to help me. It helps you prioritize. It helps you stay focused. It's one of those things where if you only have $60, you're going to spend them in a different yeah. way. Yeah. Right? You have 60 If you minutes, go on a so. trip and you only have $60, yeah. you're going to be way more intentional with that money than if you have $600. Or your time. One of my clients tra- travels. Yeah. He's, he's right now, I think he's in China. And he's like, I'm only here for two, two weeks. So I'm literally planning out every hour. Yeah. Of like, where should I be? How long does it take to get here? Because he wants to get as much done yep. as possible in that within those parameters. I, uh, Emilia and I try to shut off work by 8 p.m. every single night. And then we transition to the the gym. And then after that, it's just R&R and fitness, food and family is what I call it after 8 p.m. We, I mean, if my last call, my last call with you ended at 7.20, that means I had 40 minutes to close my day. I had a 40 minute window to like finish my PPT, make sure my clients are taken care of, make sure anything, no loose ends. I don't like to go to bed with a bunch of loose ends. And, um, I'm more productive when that's the case. And when I have a full free day, and this is an interesting thing for the entrepreneurs out there or the future entrepreneurs, I'm telling you right now, when I transitioned from corporate to entrepreneurship, I thought I was super productive. And I was in the corporate setting in comparison to my peers. When I had a full free day, I didn't know what to do. I remember I bought this productivity planner that used to help me figure out what my top rocks are, figure out what my top tasks are, rocks, top tasks are. And we we at NLU, we call this task Tetris. So Kev, literally you and I recorded an episode and then we had another meeting in 15 minutes. I had to use the bathroom and I did one task that I knew I could get done, which is a social media post. Mm. But if I tried to write my article or the blog rather in that 15 minutes, I would have been late, which would have messed you up and everyone, right? So it's, it's, you kind of have to play task Tetris. And for those of you who are younger listeners, if you don't know what Tetris is, although I think most people probably do, it's this old game that was probably the early 90s or late 80s, I don't know, uh, where these blocks were coming down. They were all these different shapes and you had a certain amount of time to fit them into the right place. Um, that's kind of what you have to do every single day. And there's one last piece to this too. Every result that you're going for, there's something called the Pareto Principle, which we can't get into deeply right now, but essentially what it is, and most people do know what it is, but basically what it is, is that... of the tasks that you do in a day are actually responsible for 80% of the outcomes, 80% of the results that you get. So when you use this law and you condense time, you actually end up doing the more important things. So you end up getting leverage and exponential growth. And so that's a whole nother episode probably at some point. Um, And if anyone has any questions about this stuff, please reach out. I would love to teach this stuff. Um, anyone can book a free call if you want. If you've never done a free call with me, you can book a free call on my calendar. The link will be in the show notes. I can teach you Pareto's principle. I can teach you um, Parkinson's law. Peak performance and productivity is like my favorite thing in the world. One of my clients right now, I told him, I said, this is the best system I've ever seen in terms of peak performance tracking. You are just, just do the system. If you do this system, you will be successful beyond your wildest dreams. So if anyone is curious about getting peak performance tracking or the next level financial tracker or the next level fitness tracker or wants to be a more of a peak performer or if you're interested in this topic, please reach out because this is one of my favorite things in the entire world. 
Speaking of time, we have to go because I have an interview in three minutes. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's happening. Next Level Nation tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you're interested in peak performance, reach out to Alan. That'll be our plug for the episode. Tomorrow for episode number 1,241, which is wild to me, what to do when you're feeling stuck. I know a lot of us, we're, what, two months into the the year maybe our new year's resolutions have fallen off maybe we don't feel like we're making progress what do you do when you're feeling stuck we will talk about that tomorrow as always we love you appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you and at nlu we do not have fans we have family we will talk to you all tomorrow please reach out thanks for joining us for another episode of next level university we love connecting with the next level family we mean it when we say family if you ever need anything please reach out to us directly Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.